Hi guys, hello. <laughs> I missed you guys, how are you doing? My name is Kate and you're listening to the podcast, happy to be here. And I'm Kate and I'm happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? If you're feeling not so okay, I hope you have a better day. You know, manifest, do some affirmations. It's your day, you can do whatever you want with it. And hey, if it sucks, tomorrow's a new day. You know, so let's just be positive and have a good time today. I missed you guys so much. Um, Fun fact, this is my third time (laughs) recording. I've had some issues. I miss being in Davida's house recording with her every Monday for sure. And, you know, I have my own mic now. And she actually bought it for me as a gift. And, you know, Davida, I love you so much. It's actually her birthday today as we're recording. So happy birthday. Uh, But, yeah, go check out her podcast, Quarter Life Happy Hour. I love her so much, and yeah, thanks to Vida for giving me a mic and allowing me to continue this journey with podcasting. But yeah, I missed you guys. And also, I have someone else who's happy to be here. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me. Um, I'm Who are you? I'm the infamous roommate, I guess you could say. Mackenzie, it's Mackenzie. Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I forgot I have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but I have been roommates with Kate for, oh gosh, well, we, well you said we've known each other for six years, which is shocking to yeah. me. I'm like, oh God, I'm old. That's the first thought I had. Um, but roommate-wise, yeah, we're going on year three, so we had a little gap year. <laughs> um, we had a gap year? Yeah, we had a gap year, because I lived oh. with my roommates. Oh, yeah, we've lived together for, yeah. yeah. But this is our third year, like not consecutively. But... But third year, going, Shit. yeah, so that's kind of crazy. That actually is kind of crazy now that I'm thinking about it. Like, other than, like, my parents, I guess, and, like, my family, I've never lived with someone that long. Like, maybe. Oh. That's wild. Me neither. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, living with people is always an interesting experience. Like, living with your friends can be a risk. But I think it also can be, like, a really high reward because, you know, I think we specifically have grown really close these past few years. True. and. You know, I mean, you obviously mean, like, so much to me. You're one of my best oh, friends. So I can be crying over this. <laughs> <laughs> like, so early, like, two minutes in. <laughs> but how did we meet? How did we meet? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, um, so it was freshman year. So I guess it sounds weird to say, but I guess that was, what, six years from now? Five? Six? We met freshman year. So, yes, oh, oh, six years ago. <laughs> I never want to come to that realization again. <laughs> No. That's way too long. Um, okay, so allegedly I was a freshman. We were freshmen six years ago, so that's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so we met in a kind of in a little funky way um, because I knew of you. Well, okay, backstory. You you met Claire um, going out, like you know. Yeah. So so Mackenzie lived with Claire. Yeah who was one of my friends who I met through going out, like Mackenzie said, and Mackenzie Claire lived together, but I did not see Mackenzie or hang out with her really at all for a semester. She was a ghost. <laughs> I was indeed. And why was that, Mackenzie? Well, I had a little boyfriend. No, I had, or I got my first boyfriend my, literally like the second week of my freshman year of college, which is just ridiculous in itself. And, um, of course, like, I was one of those gals that just was, like, hanging out with my boyfriend every day. And, like, and I was like, oh, like, my boyfriend this and my boyfriend that. And, like, 
just wasn't very like friend oriented, um, which I totally regret, by the way. So I mean, it's okay. We yeah, learn. We learn. It's live. a learning experience for sure. But I, I so wish that I would have like you know kept like my freshman or my first semester even of my freshman year just like for making friends and like catching like getting my bearings. You know what I mean? Which I did for like a point, and then. It was just, like, at one point, like, it was just all boyfriend, like, all the time, you know? And I feel like that's such a common occurrence, too, like, that I've noticed. Oh, yeah. That's definitely not, like, a singular experience. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Jasmine exhibited a little bit of that, <laughs> which, like, I talked to her about and I roast her for a little bit. But, you know, it happens to everyone. I did it a little bit. If my ex-boyfriend oh. <laughs> had gone... <laughs> had gone to my college, I definitely would have spent all the time oh, I could sure. with him. Like, that's just a natural thing. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like you kind of grow out of that. I think that's definitely, oh, like, yeah. a first relationship sort of situation. Oh, yeah. Well, because even, like, I mean, I haven't seriously dated since, but I've, like, you know, I've had, like, a couple entanglements. And, like, even in that sense, like, I haven't had the urge to be, like, I need to be with you every day. Like, you know, we need to do everything together. Like, I don't think I'll ever be, like, Oh, Thank no. God. Like, you need to go through that phase once. Oh, yeah. Hopefully only once. Hopefully only once. <laughs> to have to, like, realize that that is not the move, you know? But I think that also comes with maturity, for sure. Like, just aging. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you learn so much through your first relationship, and you learn so much, like, when you're growing up. Like, we're, like, what, almost 24? I've oh, I've learned yes. so much even this past year, you oh. know? Like, I've grown up a lot these, like, these past few years and changed a lot, and for the oh. better. Really? I don't know if you can relate, but, like, I have, I feel like I've learned, like, like, 10 years of wisdom in, like, my 23rd year, and I don't, like, I don't know what it is, I think it's maybe because it was, like, quote-unquote, like, my first year alone, you know? Yeah, no, it was. It was my first year, like, post-grad, so I think, like, just, like, finally being able to, like, be my own person, and, like, <laughs> you know, not have, like, the constraints of, like, not only, like, school, and, like, all of the stress of that and just, like, you know, extracurriculars and, like, jobs and, like, things that just, like, come with being an undergrad student, I wasn't, like, I guess, like, I, I wasn't under, like, the influence of, like, my family anymore, Yeah. Which is weird. Like, it was weird to be, like, completely independent, essentially. I think you Sorry. grow a lot in your 20s. Yes. Yeah. And you said you think you've learned a lot this specific year. Oh, right. Right. So, 23. What do you think has been your most important lesson that you've learned this year? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, self-improvement? Like, I could talk for hours. Um, <coughs> but that's not, oh, excuse me. Um, no, I do have a lot more improvement to work on, though, as we all do throughout our lives. But I think the most important thing that I've learned thus far, I would have to, it honestly is probably just not caring what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so, like, prevalent to me, I guess, because I, well, I used to struggle with really bad anxiety. Yeah. Like, bad. <laughs> and I still have anxiety, but not, like, it's not, like, crippling or anything. It's, mm-hmm. like, very, like, I can, like, I can simmer it down yeah. you know, pretty quickly if I need to. But a lot of that, I think, stemmed from caring too much about what people thought of me And the worst part was, a lot of the time, it wasn't even, like, my immediate peers. Like, it wasn't, like, my friend group. Um, I think maybe, like, my parents, I did care what they thought about me to an extent. But I think, you know, every kid does at some point. 
Um, but no, it was just like random people like on the street. Like I'd be like, oh, like that. Like I, it would just be like negative self talk that I would yeah. like, reflect onto myself and like just automatically assume like these people that do not know me that probably didn't even know I existed. I'm like, oh, like no, they they think like I'm just this terrible person. And it's like uh-huh. so irrational, like so irrational. Oh well, um, yeah, that's that's literally <laughs> your brain just like attacking you. Oh, for sure. So yeah, something you know even recently that I think I learned like it like I'm talking like a matter of months like it's just to not give a shit what people think about you mm-hmm. and that's not like an excuse to like be an asshole <laughs> which I think no. I might be wavering on right no, now. no 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 I think but. I think there's a difference between caring caring about other people's opinions mm-hmm. and doing whatever you want yeah because you don't care right like and it's you obviously can do whatever you want but also like you know, you shouldn't be a terrible person yeah. because you don't care. Like, <laughs> you should care about, like, what the people in your life who you who you value think of you. Yeah. Well, like, if you're going to care about the opinions of anyone, it should be about the opinions about people you actually like and care yeah, about, not absolutely. strangers in the street. Oh, yeah. Um, my therapist did tell me, the opinions that people have of you are their business. Yes. Ugh. And I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> so true, Vesti. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel the same way. I feel like I don't yeah. really care about like what strangers think about me. However, oh, yeah. however, so I go to grad school now. I'm a graduate student. Oh my god, that's terrifying. But yeah, like, go, like honestly, like props to you though, thanks. because like that's such an accomplishment in itself. Thank so, you. Just to add that little side note there. It's been an experience so far. <laughs> I really like it, and I know I've made the right decision with my career and my life. But anyways, I'll be walking across campus or just on the street yeah. and I'll pass like by a group of guys like frat guys and my chest like I stop breathing like I seize up a little bit because yeah. I I care you know I do oh, care yeah. yeah but I care to the extent of like I don't want them to attack me oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not even like oh they're gonna make fun of me it's like yeah. oh, it's like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> well you know yeah some more than others and it's just like yeah it's it's very quizzical to me like i just i hate it mind your business yeah (laughs) but like i don't really care about like what strangers think about me anymore also too like i've started to devalue some of the opinions of people i'm close to not like for anything malicious like it's not like i'm like oh fuck what they think yeah but recently (laughs) i have lost too close friendships. Uh, Been very painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's for the better. Um. The better. Well, so I was going through a little bit of a crisis the other night, and I looked up YouTube videos and like how to deal with a friendship breakup. Aww. And I was watching this one video, and she was like, you know, it, she had experienced a friendship breakup, and she was like a therapist or some sort of like leadership person. And she was like, you know what? They chose to leave my life, and that's their decision, and I need to respect that. And I was like, you know what? True. People are just going to leave, and, like, you just kind of have to accept that, like, it's their choice to leave. Yeah. And, like, that's okay. Like, that's their choice. Yeah. I shouldn't be, like, upset about that choice. I mean, I feel like... I feel like it's natural to, like, be upset about it initially, but I feel like if you, like, you're clearly, like, aware enough, like, to know, you know, like, hey, like, 
that was temporary, you know, and like yeah. if they're, and like you said, if they're leaving, like let them, you know? Yeah. I feel, I feel that so hard. Like, I don't really want someone in my life that's going to leave that easily anyway. Yeah. So it does, like, I feel like it stings. It's like an initial, like, oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, that shit hurt it. It's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, once, like, you kind of, even like a week after, like, and you kind of get accustomed to the fact. It almost feels like a big, like, weight has been lifted, too. Because, oh, yeah. Like, not only is there room for you to, like, or, like, hope, you know, for, like, new people to, like, come in your life, but also there's more room for you to focus on yourself. Yeah. Which is, like, another very large thing that I learned at 23 mm-hmm. is that, like, kind of, like, really, like, the only person you can depend on is yourself. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's actually really freeing, in my opinion. You know, and that's not I agree. to say that, like, you can't, like, depend on others sometimes, you know, because there's always going to be, like, a significant other, like, you know, or, like, parents, family, like, but even that's not guaranteed. Not mm-hmm. to be cynical, but, like... No, it's true. Well, also, too, not. <laughs> not to be dark, be your, dark. <laughs> your parents will die yeah. at some, <laughs> at some point. Every, you know what, at the end of the day, you have yourself. And, like, you can rely on other people, that's for sure. Like, that's what people in your life are Mm -hmm. there for. However, you do have to accept the fact that, like, at the end of the day, you are alone. Yeah. And, like, that can be sort of comforting. At least it's comforting for me. Um, Like, I can spend, like, a whole day by myself. And, like, I'm chill. What are you looking at? I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank Oh my god! He like Loki pointed at us. Okay, a man is staring at us. Oh, he's in his bathroom. No, but it was so funny because when I made that face, like he directly made eye contact with me and then like did kind of like a dab. Like he did like a. (laughs) I was like, alright, that's fine. (laughs) Me and Mackenzie have had an interaction with our neighbor who we can see very in full view. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, I feel like this might be, like, a Wattpad story in the making. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, also, so we live in an apartment, like, on, like, the third floor, and I'm looking, and we can look at, directly at other people's, like, houses, and, like, no one has decorations up. I was just thinking that, like, well, Ew! Like, I was like, why? There's nothing. I mean, we don't have anything well, other. <laughs> okay, yeah, ours probably looks exactly the same. <laughs> okay, but listen. We have plans. Though. Our rooms are decorated. Well, that's the other thing. Okay. Decorating a new space can be so fucking overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've got a little bit going on. Well, I remember I talking to Maddie about how I was, like, overwhelmed about, like, picking a theme for my <laughs> room and, like, decorating my room. But, like, I got it together. Yeah, you got it done. So, yeah. Yeah, you definitely have a very cohesive look in there. Yeah, I think so. And, like, you too, like, you've definitely, like, decorated your room and oh, yeah. picked a vibe. That and... just, like, randomly came together, too. That I like was, it. Like, that just happened. I was like, all right. Like, yeah. That was not strategic. But yeah, it's, it's it's comforting knowing that like, I enjoy my company and I will oh, be alone. Yeah. I don't know. I romanticize the fuck out of my life all the time, and I'll be like, I'll be walking down the street and I'm like, oh, I love myself, yes. or I love where I live, and I love the choices yes. I've made in life. Exactly. And that's very liberating to finally accept yeah. myself. But I think, and that's like where, like the positive affirmations come in. Oh know? yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like. Like, for instance, like, if I were to tell my father this shit right now, he would be like, you're fucking nuts. Like, you're insane. Really? And I have told him a lot of stuff, actually. Like, I've talked about, like, my meditation. Yeah, like, as you should. You know, I'm like, oh, I, I go into it. I'm like, I'll go into, like, you know, like, the fucking trials and tribulations of our society. And he's like, because he's, love you, Dad, but he's so fucking <laughs> far up. Like, 
America. <laughs> America's ass. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, we really just had this conversation. Yeah, we know? did. And, like, we will never see Ada on that, I don't think. And that's fine. But since working, you know, full-time in an office for over a year now, I yeah, – and it's even a small office, too, so it's a little different. But I'm now seeing, like – really like it's just becoming really apparent to me like the issues with the model we have now for how most people work which is that nine to five you know or like the eight to five like it's just i'm like we're not see i'm already gonna get into this and we can as you should but like like, no feel free like like you know to each their own but if you really start asking like why 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 like you'll finally think yourself into like oh yeah, no, this is not how, <laughs> this is not how we're supposed to be. Like, you really, like, have to think about it, though, because we're taught, you know, from, like, most of us are taught from such a young age that this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I, and even up until, like, a year ago, I thought that was the same, too. I was like, oh, all I need to do is, like, go back to school or apply for a better job or, um, oh, <laughs> sorry. Hello. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I, I don't know. It's just such like superficial shit. Like where if you actually ask yourself why, like why do I want a better job? Or like, why do I want to go back to school? You know? And if a lot of the times the answer is like, oh, to make more money. Oh, to have like, you know, like more of a status. Like when I say like what my profession is, you know? And like, I just, and I see a lot of that. And, um, I guess I would say my father and I, I don't want to be like, and I think that's where we, like, you know, we kind of... Butt heads. Butt heads a lot, yeah. Because, like, we just... Like, he's very, very much like, oh, like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, I think our generation... And we're right in between Gen Z and millennials. Yeah, me and Mackenzie specifically. Yeah. And, like, I think we've just realized that there is more to life than just working. And, like, it's important to enjoy your work and care about your work. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like you know, work is not life. Life is life. Mm-hmm. It's important to enjoy your life and go and do things. Hang out with people. I think a lot about how in America it's really highly valued to like work a bunch yes. and only work. And like people will even flex that they're working yes. like 80 hours a week or My like father, seven. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that has value in it for me specifically. Yeah. If someone would be like, oh my God, I worked 80 hours this week. I would be like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, are you doing okay? Like, yeah. I'm so sorry for you. Like, but for them, it's like a fucking gold medal, you know? Right. And that's the same with a lot of like students. They'll be like, oh my God, like I barely studied for this test and I got an A. Yeah. Or on the opposite hand, I studied all fucking weekend, yeah. sun up, sun down. And like, you know, it's just like a flex for them. Right. So it really depends, but I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to vibe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm just trying to vibe. Hey, remember when you had a I heart capitalism pin? Oh, now you really outed me. Yeah, remember? (laughs) Well, the funniest part is that we're not even like a fully capitalistic society, like country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. Well, because we have, because capitalism, for all of you who need a full definition, is like unregulated economic activity so that free free markets not free markets and it means like no government regulation whatsoever but in america we do have a lot of government regulation on a lot of the economy and the government does step in and will help businesses and will you know help the economy if needed be so we don't have a truly capitalist society as as Mackenzie said that is my economics minor working yes okay i'm getting a little 
like, oh, like. <laughs> and now you're now you're a crystal bitch. Now I'm a crystal bitch. And you're like capitalism. Is it is it worth it? Well, I don't think any system is worth it. I mean, <gasps> like, we're all just literal like fucking walking around in these meat suits. I love calling them meat suits. <laughs> meat suits. We're just, just consciousness in meat suits. But I do want to say we do have the communist manifesto in this house. Okay, you oh. know what I think about a lot. That my I have a skeleton in my body. Yeah. I oh, forget okay. I have a skeleton. Like I'm not like I'm a body. I'm a body. I'm not just like chilling. You're okay. That's like a meditation practice, actually. Like, really? Yeah. If you like, you're supposed to try and feel like your bones inside your body, and like what? No. Yeah. Apparently, it's wild because if you concentrate on it enough, like you can somehow. Like you become very aware of your skeletal system. I hate looking at my collarbones. I don't know. I hate Why? looking at my. I hate bones. I don't know. I just. I like skeletons aesthetically, but I don't like thinking. I don't like bones and like anything bodily fluids. Oh yeah, I, I'm with you with the bodily fluids. This is why I have a fear of pregnancy and why. Fluids. And it worked so well that I'm a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it just makes so much sense. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. It's all going according. Yeah. Good for you, though. I mean, that's like, have you, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about it on the podcast. Oh, like, several a time. But like, well, I mean, I've definitely heard some of those. Key! But like, just to like have a little recap, like. For all the new listeners. Yeah. Oh, hello, new listeners. Um, ASMR. <laughs> 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 I saw a meme and it was like people from 2013 and it was like an ASMR video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have, I have like, I have like, on Anchor where I publish my podcast, I have a stat that shows me when people sign off. Really? Yeah, it'll be like how long people have a. And it drops to zero. (laughs) No one listens after that. But yeah, no. If you want to like recap, like kind of just like your realization, because I think. Ooh, okay. Minds, like I'm sure. like, I love the coming out stories for, like, you know, where it's the more external, like, aspect of it, but I love, I think what's more interesting to me is, like, the internal, like, oh, like, that fucking aha moment, we're like, shit, like, okay, bye. bitch is gay, like. <laughs> I'll recap for everyone. Also, I love talking about being gay, and I will do it at any sort of opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, it was in stages. I should have known when I came out as bisexual, and I was, like, low-key repulsed by men um i should have known and i was you know in a relationship (laughs) and i just i was very conflicted internally and i went to my therapist and i just kind of i think i used my relationship as a buffer to not you know seek out and figure out myself and like find myself which sounds selfish and bad and it is selfish and bad i'm not gonna like put myself on a pedestal however you know also there was a part of me that like fully denied the part, the fact that I was a lesbian so like truly I was just like figuring out life by myself and my therapist was like at one point you will need to like you know explore your sexuality mm-hmm. and I was like oh and that I think was a turning point for me because it made me realize like I will eventually have to experience like being with women loving women like just interacting with women in like you know a relationship sort of way and that was really 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 scary for me and 
And then I got into a relationship with a woman, mm-hmm. which ended terribly for all of you frequent lis- listeners, you know this. But during that relationship, I realized that this is what it's supposed to be like. Because when I was with men, it was like performance. I wanted to be the cool girl in the relationship. And I wanted all his friends to think I was cool. Like, I just wanted to be cool and I wanted to be accepted. And in a relationship with a man, that is really easy to achieve. When you have a boyfriend, people put a value on that, and they see you as better, and it's true. That's how it is. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's not how life should be. I know. I just, ugh, it's like, when you say it, I'm like, oh, God, you're right. Yeah, because when people are like, oh, I have a boyfriend, you're like, oh. She's got it together. You're like somewhat being like, mentally, you're like, oh, okay, and a switch turns on, and you almost like trust them more, or you like think of them differently. Which is kind of... Sorry, I'll let you finish your story. Yeah. Like, a little side note. Kind of, no, nay, the very messed up. Um, Because then if you think about it, you know, a little deeper, it's like, okay, we're essentially basing this woman's value on a man. Yeah. Because, like, now that this man has been involved and her quote-unquote value has been increased because of said man when said man is probably a sack of shit oh yeah not all the time but a lot of the time no it's really interesting yeah and like you know one of our old mutual friends (laughs) and i would have conversations about this and how it felt safe to be with men and to date men Mm -hmm. and how it was socially acceptable when i started dating a woman it was like oh my god like like i'm actually excited for this and i actually like can envision myself in the future and i felt like Safety, and I did feel like that with my ex, but it was like a different kind of safety. Like it was like a mute, like it was like fully mutual, and it was just an amazing experience. And I realized I was like, I want to do this forever. Like I don't want to yeah. be with men ever again. Um, yeah. So it was, it was, it was a big internal realization. But I was so scared. That was the the thing that held me back from coming out and accepting my sexuality was how people perceived. Once you declare yourself as a lesbian, there is no going back from that. Number one, because people think sexuality is like set in stone, and if you were to change your mind, you would be shamed for it. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to be like sure that I was who I was, even though like you don't have to be sure. Sexuality is fluid; you can do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares what people think of you? But like for me, I was like, what if I come out as lesbian and then I change my mind in five years? Like, people are not gonna like believe me. And that's fucked, first of all. But anyways, I just wanted to be sure of myself. And also, too, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's like, being a lesbian is, like, more socially stigmatized than being bi, for sure. Because when you're bi, you're, like, you're also still seeking men. And that's, you know, a fav- favorable sexuality in terms of oppression and in terms of patriarchy. straight passing to a sword. Yeah, and, like, some people do think I look straight, and that's, like... That's so upsetting That's like for me. That's the whole issue in itself, I feel like, is, like, being like, oh, you look straight, or you look gay, you know? Like, yeah. I understand that there's, you know, certain attributes that are, you know, uh, more prevalent for those, you know, yeah. sexualities. But I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me sometimes. I'm like, well, you don't look gay or like you don't look straight you know yeah that's fucked that's really not okay like let people express themselves outwardly how they want to yeah like i think gay style is a 
big impact and like I think it does have a lot to do with identity however like you don't have to look a certain way to be gay at the end of the right. day um because there are a lot of straight pa- well not a lot but I've seen like straight passing people that are like oh, yeah I'm gay. yeah or like you'll see like well I don't know if it's gay passing people that <laughs> well yeah my, my one of my yeah, friends like, that are straight you know and it's like and people oh, get yeah. so surprised Sorry, no no I was like, just gonna say one of my friends she was like is it okay if I wear like a beanie and like like a flannel like I feel like people are gonna think I'm gay and I think I'm leaving oh, them on I was like girl you are totally okay yeah, you know it is it is we do not have a staple on all that shit like you can express yourself wherever you want right. I I just straight up ask people like what their sexuality is yeah in a club or like if I'm if I'm pursuing them if oh, I think yeah. they're attractive that's respectful yeah, and, like, that's how you got to do it. Because, like, you can't just base everything off of style or based oh, off of, like, how they're presenting themselves. Like, obviously, style and, like, how you present yourself does influence your sexuality and, like, is a part of it. But it's not the end-all, be-all. Yeah, it's well, not because the end even, like, let's bring TikTok into this. Oh, yeah. Like- TikTok <laughs> is, like, one of my favorite places. <laughs> yes. And also one of the most toxic places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be very um, on high alert there. But, um, yeah, no, like, on TikTok, like, you know how, like, you'll, we were just talking about this, too, like, how there's, like, the mask lesbians and, like, the femme lesbians and, like, even, like, I got one TikTok trend, which I loved, by the way, loved this one, um, where it was, like, you know, like, oh, like, sorry, I'm not into femmes, and then they would, like, turn, oh, yeah, or, like, vice versa, they'd be, like, oh, sorry, like, I'm not into masks, and then they'd turn femme, oh, my God, oh, sorry, just, like, so good, amazing, love one, Amazing. I love when women. I love when women, literally. I just love when women. I love when women. Um, but yeah, no, that was kind of like, I don't know. I guess, it, like, while I was like, oh, yes, like, pretty ladies. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know that what? That was like my initial thought, but then I also was like, damn, like, oh, shit. Like, people really have those preferences, you know? Listen to this. I saw a fucking video, and I got so mad about it. It was this person talking about. Um, it's this, this creator on TikTok, their name is Alex, they're gender fluid, so they use all the pronouns, we love them. Um, this person made a a TikTok about them, saying how they appeal to the patriarchal standards, or the, um, you know, binary standards of gender, and how, like, all this shit, and how they were toxic, or whatever. And it really made me mad, because I'm like, this person... Alex is just trying to express themselves and have fun. And you're going to look at them in the face and tell them that they're doing something wrong by expressing themselves. And, you know, it's like they they said that they were doing traditional standards of gender by their mask presenting side and their femme presenting side. But it's also like that's how they feel comfortable. Like why? Who are you to tell someone they shouldn't present themselves in a specific way? That's their business. They don't have to appease you. I don't know. It makes me really mad. How do you feel? No, I I agree with you like a hundred percent on like all points that you just made. Thanks. Um, but also, like, it's just kind of bizarre because I mean, even if you if you watch their videos, it's like, you know, when they're mass presenting or when they're femme presenting, like yeah. You don't look, you you wouldn't look at them and be like that's a straight person you know like I'm sorry oh, yeah. like you know I would like either whether whether or not they're presenting like mask or femme you know I mean you could they could yeah. present a straight or they're like they're enforcing <laughs> gender binary like that no. shouldn't be like 
but there, a thought you have. Exactly. And also, at the same time, like, I think there's something to be, like, to be, um, to be said about, like, the mask and the feminine, the masculine and the feminine, feminine energy, if you're, yeah. like, spiritual about it. Like, yeah, there is, like, a difference between feminine energy and masculine energy, and that's not just, like, like binary to your your sex like if you were like you know yeah male or female mm-hmm. so I it just know. kind I of just, flows exactly like it just flows and i'm like and i think there it's like we should appreciate masculine energy and feminine energy and there is both and the mix because yeah. life is not always in the binary right and there's androgynous energy or there's yeah there's both i think oh, oh. i'll make this announcement I go by she, they pronouns now, bitches. Period. I think I finally decided. Um, because it's like, I don't always feel like I'm yeah. a woman woman. Well, we just had this conversation, too. Maybe we did. Ago too, and it was very, like, not, I, I don't know. It was just very, like, comforting, almost. Oh, good. Like, oh, yeah, because we, like, related. Like, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I mean, I still go by, like, she, her, she, her pronouns for sure. But I just, I very much understand, you know, like, when you want to, you just want to be, like... Something else. Yeah. Or I, non-binary, honestly. I get it. Yeah. Have you ever had gender envy of, like, a man? Oh, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. It's, like, th- literally the feeling I get from wanting to be, like, a guy. Like, specific yeah. men, that Like, Vinny Hacker. Do you know who Vinny Hacker is no. on TikTok? Okay, so he fought... And that, like, stupid-ass Bryce Hall Oh, okay. fight, yeah. and he's really hot, and he's yeah. blonde, and he has curly hair, and he's really attractive. Yeah. I want to be Batman so well, bad yeah. sometimes. I look, like, I'll get a TikTok of his in my For You page, and I'm like, fuck. I want to be, but basically I experienced gender envy of, like, Vinny Hacker and, like, other, like, stringy skater boy man who's, yeah. like, attractive. Because, like... He looks, like, they look good, and they, they just kind of carry themselves in this air that I want to carry myself. It's not even about, like, how they're presenting, like, physically. It's about, like, how they present themselves, like, you know, energetically. Literally, it's all about the energy. Do you want to talk about crystals? <coughs> oh, I'll gladly talk about crystals. I will bring some crystals in here right now. Well, next Mackenzie's time. a crystal bitch. <laughs> Honestly, and it, I, it's not even been a, a year, I think, that I've been, like, an actual crystal bitch. Next time we record, You just though, found a bunch of crystals. No, I did, yeah. But, like, well, I'll talk about my crystal journey. But next time we record, we're going to have a little crystal set up. <gasps> That's what I did for Davida's podcast. Do, yes, and we can do, like, a little tarot. <gasps> oh, can you do a re- Should we do a reading live? Oh, wait, should we? Oh, my God, that'd be crazy. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> love it. Love the spot. That's such a good idea. So, shout out Rachel, um, bestie. She's actually... Yeah, no, I guess she's actually, like, my oldest, like, friend at this point, because we've been friends since fifth grade. Yeah, so we're, like, in You've been friends for so long. I know, it's fucking weird. I'm like, oh, we're stuck with each other. (laughs) That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's me and Sarah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, bitch. You're friends with me forever now. (laughs) Yeah, literally, like, you can't leave. Like, I'm like, even if we hate each other, like, we, like, you literally can't leave. And, like, she knows that. Same with Jasmine. (laughs) Okay, besties. (laughs) But... So she was actually the one, I think, that kind of, like, introduced me to crystals. Because mm-hmm. um, we were... I was a sophomore in college. Wow. So it was the summer of my sophomore... No. Holy fuck, was it the summer of my freshman? Oh. It was the summer of my freshman year of college. 
So, so um, she just like one day randomly was like, we should go to Crystal Shop. Because I think knowing her, this bitch probably watched like a YouTube video. Like she probably randomly got recommended like a Crystal video. And yeah. she was like, I need this. Let's <laughs> go to the Crystal <laughs> Shop. Because she's so, she has like the impulsive aspect of her like personality like I do. So we like literally feed off each other's like impulsivities. Like, yeah. Like one time we fucking like. Do you know, like, the Joliet um, Correctional Facility or yeah. the abandoned one? One time, <laughs> one time, we decided that we were into, like, urban exploration. Cause that's what uh. We both were watching a bunch of fucking YouTube videos on it. And we were like, we need to go explore some shit. Oh, yeah. Mackenzie <laughs> always wants to go to the abandoned places. Yes, I do. And I'm like, no, no, no. That is, that is how we're going to get killed in a horror movie, I bitch. Like it's fine. Um, but no, so we, like, made a fucking plot. Like, we were like, we need to go find, like, an abandoned place to explore. So I remember I was at our house, and we were telling your dad, and we were like, and my, I already told my dad, my dad was pissed. He was like, you're fucking not going to an oh, abandoned yeah. prison. <laughs> so Crystals. We, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Not me getting into, like, three unrelated stories that somehow low-key relate. So we'll go back to Crystal. We go to this crystal shop, mm-hmm. and, like, I was so enamored by, like, the workers there. Like, they were like, yeah, like, you just gotta, like, feel it with your energy. Like, like, one, like just whatever one calls to you, like, that's your crystal. And I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. So, um, bought my first crystals. Also bought, um, I think I bought two Oracle card decks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, and then I, like, which is weird, because I've never felt like, um, it, like called to do anything like that. I feel like you have a really but good intuition, though. You did. Mackenzie did a reading for me. Like, what was that? Two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was. It was, it was really. It was really impactful. And yeah. she was really good at interpreting the cards for me oh, too. That's yeah. Oh, Sky. One of the guests I've had on here likes tarot. Yeah. And they. I talked to them about how you did a good reading for me, and they were like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad." So. Yeah. No, that I will say, like, it definitely lights me up to, like, like, I would rather do readings for other people than myself. Like, I'll do readings for myself. Like, it does give me, like, clarity a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. But, like, I love just, like, like, seeing how it, like, resonates with people. Like, especially my close friends, because it's usually my close friends. Like, I just remember, well, we'll skip forward a little bit. Like, I remember we, I was doing readings sophomore year, literally in our dorm room. And I did it for you, and I think I want to say I did it for Maddie, and I did it for Claire. Mm. And I remember, like, even Claire, the little Scorpio that she is. Oh, yeah. Claire, we love you. Claire doesn't believe in astrology (laughs) or tarot or anything that we like, which is fine. Like, please tell me you remember. Oh, no, so go ahead. It's such a Scorpio thing to not believe in, like, fucking astrology. Of course. But, like, you remember that, like, I did that reading for her, and she was like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, she was, like, and then she opened up to us about a lot of stuff, too, because it made sense to her in that way, and, like, I was just, like, yeah, like... (laughs) You did a reading for me about my... Yeah. Not previous relationship, two relationships ago, and I was, like, oh, no. Yeah. I was, like, oh. Yeah. It was, like, the death card. It was, like, something, like, really ominous, and I was, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but it's never, like... The thing about readings is, like, they're never inherently bad. They may not be, like, they may not be anything you want to hear, but that's kind of the point. It's, yeah. like, they're, like, trying to, like, it's, like, bringing stuff to the surface that, like, you need to fucking address. 
Yes. Oh yeah, it's definitely stuff you need to face. Like it's like therapy. Like tarot is kind of like therapy. You need to face yourself. Yeah. In these practices, and like some people can handle it, and so they avoid it. Yeah. But yeah. Or like what people have said, like people who shall not be named, but like a lot of people (laughs) have been like, "Who are we talking about?" But, like, they'll be, like, you know, when I start talking about, like, yeah. Tarot or, like, my oracle cards or whatever, they're, like, well, I'll never let cards, like, dictate my life. And I'm, like, well, that's literally not what they're doing. It's not telling yeah. you, like, you have to abide by, like, what these cards tell you. But I think, like, if you have an open mind, like, you'll realize that they actually do resonate with you in some way most of the time yeah. if you're getting a good reading, you know. And I don't think there's really any, like, bad readings unless there's, like, malicious intent, but... And it's also, too, like, it gives you clarity in some way. And, like, if you want to interpret that for your own life, like, who's going to shame you for that? Like, that's your own business and, like, your imagination. Because, like, especially, like, for tarot and, like, because that's, like, Mm -hmm. the most universal, I think. Yeah. Tarot and then also for, like, the oracle cards, like, they're always so positively based. Yeah, it's never nothing necessarily negative. Right. And, like, they do, even if, like, it's, like, the death card upside down, like, that can have, like... That can have, like, a positive effect. So it's, like, not necessarily negative always. Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly. And I think that's where, like, people get kind of... Confused. I guess, yeah, confused and scared, you know? And I don't think... I mean, but then I just, like, that my, like, analytical brain is, like, oh, it's just their inner child, like, being scared. I know, I'm so annoying. But, like, anytime... I'm, like, so... Like, that's... I don't like that about myself. Like, I hyper-analyze people. And I'm like, I probably should have been a freaking psych major because, like, I love that shit. Like, I just... I think the human mind is so interesting. I think... And sociology, too. I think it's so interesting how, like, humans interact with each other. Oh, yeah. It it, it is. Especially because it's so universal. Like, I love humans, but, like, we're so predictable. Like... Oh, 100%. (laughs) I'm predictable. Oh, yeah. Like, we just really do what humans do. Like, we're not really, like... You know, but yeah but yeah well thanks Mackenzie for coming on the show so before we go um I ask everyone so I'll ask you why are you happy to be here whether that's in life in this moment interpret it as you wish oh okay that's such a cute classic question I know that's what I always do why am I happy to be here well again I'm probably gonna go into the spiritual spiel spiels. Mm-hmm. but no I'm just happy to be here to like experience you know like the ups and the downs because like I think we create so much emphasis on the downs like we really like to hyper fixate on them like yeah. as humans and just like the society that we are and like I think we have to kind of see like the beauty if you will in the downs and like how they they're always going to like lift us back up to those ups you know and so I think Everything will always be okay. Exactly. It doesn't always seem like that, but everything will be okay. Exactly. That's it. That's all. Mic drop. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, Feel free to follow my podcast at Happy to Be Here. And, yeah, that's it. That's me signing off, guys. Bye. Bye.